Today's podcast is brought to you by Elastic. Elastic connects healthcare administrators, practitioners, caregivers, and researchers with the insights they need to improve patient care, make new medical discoveries, and to protect highly regulated ecosystems and data. Look, we're starting to get traction around how patients engage with the system. In order for us to do that in a meaningful way and with a very, very large volume of patients or like a provider's entire panel of patients, we also need to find a way to make this work for the providers. Hello and welcome to HIMSCast. My name is Emily Olson. I'm the executive editor of Moby Health News. I'm here today with Manav Sabuk, co-founder and CEO of Moora Health, a tech platform that helps that aims to help patients and providers manage complex care. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. So first, can we go over a brief overview of what Memora Health does and, you know, what does it look like for providers and patients? Yeah, absolutely. So Memora is a digital health company that's been around for a little over six years that that I founded at, along with one of my co-founders. And at a very high level, Memora digitizes and automates complex care programs and complex care workflows to one much more effectively allow care teams to manage patients. Second, much more proactively engage and guide patients through complex care journeys. So if you had to distill that down into kind of like a, a category for Memora, I would almost think of it as as intelligent care enablement. I'd to some degree think of it almost as like workflow automation software as well for for a lot of care teams. Right. So you guys have programs for maternal care, cancer care, chronic conditions, you know, and others as well. What are some of the common problems that you kind of work with patients to navigate? And when you're working with health systems, what are the problems that they're seeing when managing those more complex patients? Sure. Great question. So a lot of the kind of underlying thesis for why Memorial started was a, a broader trend in the healthcare industry of how more and more care delivery was starting to to just get unbundled and move out of the traditional walls of the hospital. And, you know, tons of reasons why that transition started to take place many years ago, including everything from the Affordable Care Act passing to a lot of new entrants in healthcare to technology becoming a lot more ubiquitous. And with that transition, one thing that was critical for health systems to do was implementing a lot of new infrastructure in order to manage and support patients that way. A lot of the core underlying technology that they use, even today, being grounded in the medical record, while it's helpful, isn't necessarily designed to actually support and manage patients when they're outside the walls of the hospital. And as a result, a lot of the burden of managing those patients without having great infrastructure has started to fall on the care teams, right? So that is now manifested in in inboxes kind of going through the roof, right? It's manifested in providers having to spend a lot of time, even outside of their traditional day, responding to, to messages from patients or calling them. Uh, it's manifested in a lot of documentation challenges that we've heard about over the last several years. And a lot of that just boils down to providers are delivering care in different ways to meet patients where they are. And the core infrastructure that allows them to manage patients has not actually caught up to that. And Memora has built to play the role of that infrastructure. So at a very high level, what we do on the, the provider side, on the patient side is we digitize these complex programs that 
are based off of a lot of data that we collect from care teams when we originally start spending time with them, right? So we'll go into a healthcare system, take a lot of existing guidelines that they use to inform how they manage their patients and understand, you know, what steps are you following in, in managing this newly diagnosed patient? What educational information do you want them to have? What symptoms do you want to screen for? What physiologic data do you want to collect? You know, what questions do they commonly ask you? When do you want to see them again? Things like that. We basically take all those insights, map out the entire workflow of how that patient is moving through their care journey or care episode, and identify of all the different steps that the provider has to manage right now, what are the things that are actually top of license for them, right? What are the things that require, uh, to put it bluntly, their medical degree and require mm-hmm. them to make a clinical decision? Everything else, how can you use artificial intelligence that Memora has developed to automate to some degree? And as a result, to empower the provider a lot more effectively, right? So we'll take those insights and convert them into these digital care programs that have two big components. One are these text-based journeys that for patients are almost like a virtual assistant and an extension of the care team that guide that patient through that complex episode. So patient will over text, get everything from appointment reminders from Memora, medication reminders, symptom screens, patient patient-reported outcome surveys, and it's all automated. Second, Memora will automate a lot of basic tasks inside the medical record using artificial intelligence tools that we've designed around specific episodes of care, right? So good examples of that are automatically checking to see if a patient has gotten their labs done. And if they haven't gotten their labs done and they're not populated in the record, automatically reaching out to that patient and helping them schedule them, right? and then documenting that back in the record. Things that would traditionally be a phone call for that care team where they actually have to spend time outside of their traditional day, just guiding that patient through that episode, Memora is helping to automate to, to make sure that they can focus on top of license tasks. Right. And so we're kind of leaning into talking about the patient experience, but also, you know, a workflow that's easier for providers. And we know that, you know, provider burnout, staffing shortages have been really top of mind particularly since the COVID-19 pandemic, um, how do you think about providing that additional data for care teams, um, you know, without overburdening them, giving them the like, oh, hey, like X patient maybe didn't go get their labs today. Like, how do you give them that information without, you know, giving them too much at one time to manage? Yeah, it's a a great question. That's probably the crux of what has helped Memora be successful so far is if you think about the, the entire landscape of tools that are patient-facing and provider-facing, they tend to index very heavily in one direction, right? It's either this is helping the provider, but we don't necessarily know the impact that it has on the patients, or, hey, we're going to go ahead and message the patient and collect all this information, but now the burden is falling on the provider to actually have to review everything, right? Or, or it's challenging to fit into the workflow effectively. So, and and Memora hasn't been perfect about this, right? There's several iterations that we've gone through to get to where we are today. But the essence of these care programs is twofold. One is, can you make the journey for the patient a lot more high touch using a lot of those text-based touch points that I mentioned earlier, while also very effectively filtering out the information that is important for the care team, right? So there's a big distinction between we send out 
surveys to patients asking them about symptoms that they may be experiencing and then just share all of like a full dump of all of that data back to the provider and force them to go through it right in in reality 60 to 70 percent of the actual triage that happens in figuring out what is clinically relevant in figuring out where should the provider be spending their time you can embed into technology and you can digitize to some degree right and and that's why I would think of Amora a little differently from a patient engagement tool. I would think of it as a workflow automation tool because we collect all that patient reported data. We'll automatically triage it using a lot of the, the just AI-based algorithms that we've designed and using a lot of historical patient data that we've seen as well and, and care plans that we've seen and then pick out pieces of information that we're filtering back to the care team. So one core bucket of metrics that we've seen that is a good indicator of that is Patients engage with a little over 70% of the messages that we send them on average. On the flip side, while they are starting to engage with more and more messages and touch points, on average, Memora is still cutting down on almost 40% of the inbox volume that a provider sees, right? So we're making sure that the providers are focused on the right information while the patients are still getting all of the touch points that they need. So a lot of this process is automated, as you kind of mentioned. How do you kind of determine when a patient needs maybe to talk to a clinician, maybe needs a more personal or in touch, you know, in-person, in-touch interaction? And kind of how do you manage that transfer? Yeah, great question. So two things. One is Memora integrates pretty deeply into a lot of clinical workflows. We'll embed Memora directly into an electronic medical record system. Uh, we'll have all of these kind of escalation pathways that we design and we have a team of clinicians in-house that spends time reviewing them and designing them along with our engineering team and figure out, hey, if something is concerning, who does it get escalated to? Does it go directly to their email? Does it go to their inbox inside the medical record? Does it not get escalated at all? Things like that, right? Uh, and then the second thing is contextualizing the information for the care team. So. Let's say that a patient is going through some sort of uh, symptom triage and, and a patient texts in that they're feeling nauseous, for example, right? Status quo, what ends up happening is that patient is, is doing one of three things, right? They're either calling a general phone number for the health system and they get bounced around to a bunch of different phone numbers or a bunch of different teams until they get to their care team and it takes several hours to resolve. They send the message into their inbox, but Every single message coming into the inbox looks the exact same for the care team. So at the end of the day, that care team goes through every message and picks out the ones that they need to respond to. And in some cases, it takes two two days to get a response from the care team, even if it's symptom related, or they're going to Google to, to get the question answered, right? And post-implementation, what Memora does is that patient may text that they're feeling nauseous. We're not going to make a clinical decision for them. And we draw the line and, and escalate things where it requires a clinical decision, but we do a lot of the basic information gathering. So they may say that they're feeling nauseous and we'll automatically respond and follow up and say, thanks for letting us know. Sorry that you're feeling that way. How long have you been feeling nauseous, right? Uh, have you tried sitting down, turning your head left and right and, and tried eating a banana, right? For example, we'll collect all that information and then go ahead and automatically write it back into the inbox using that integration that we have and make it so that one, it's contextualized and it's easy for a care team to make a clinical decision. Second, 
they can launch Memora's interface from the medical record and from that interface directly text with or message that patient or call them. And it'll automatically now be documented in the record for them as well. So there's there's like a, a handoff process. The place where we'll traditionally draw the line is Memora as a platform does not make any clinical decisions, right? And we will never kind of cross that boundary as, as a company. Right. So um, Mora was founded in 2017. It doesn't seem like that long ago to me, but, you know, healthcare has gone through a lot <laughs> since then. How has the product changed since your founding, especially when you think about um, how care delivery has been affected by the pandemic? Yeah, it's it's evolved a lot. I think that, you know, the first version of Memora that we built even before 2017 was oriented entirely around medication management. Mm-hmm. And, and the goal was to focus on one very narrow part of the patient's journey and say, look, if we can use just simple automated reminders to help move the needle on how frequently somebody takes their medication and and just help them remember how to take them and know what instructions to follow and know what symptoms to track, let's see how valuable that is, right? And and we ran a study around that. We, you know, had a chance to to publish an abstract around it and saw really, really good data on how just simple text-based reminders could move the needle on medication management. In reality, medication management is one of, of an entire array of things that a complex patient has to manage, right? So even if you're helping them take their medications, unless you play a role in also helping them navigate the entirety of their care plan, it's really, really hard to move the needle on an entire outcome that a patient has and do so in a way that's also meaningful for the care team. So we started expanding the scope to to build out all these different modules around and just take a bigger picture view of. If Memora really meaningfully wants to help change how patients actually think about their entire healthcare journey, we need to support the entire episode that they may be going through, right? Uh, and I think that that was a very, very big inflection point for us as a company. And then the second really big inflection point, which I... I think we reached a little before the pandemic, probably early 2019, so around a year before mm-hmm. before the pandemic, was, look, we're starting to get traction around how patients engage with the system. In order for us to do that in a meaningful way and with a very, very large volume of patients or like a provider's entire panel of patients, we also need to find a way to make this work for the providers and, and need to find a way to make sure that the amount of data that we escalate is not burdensome to build really, really good clinical logic around what information they have to review and how easy it is for them to review and things like that, right? So I think that that since then, since 2019, a lot of what Memora does hasn't changed. I think the perspective and the framing of it has changed a lot, right? In essence, these complex journeys that help, one, unburden the care teams, and second, much more practically engaged patients has been the same since then. If you think about that in 2019 and 2020, patient engagement was a really, really big focus for the industry, right? And as a result, we focused a lot on how Memora helps drive a stronger patient experience. If you look at it over the course of 2021, 2022, a lot of people over-indexed on just patient experience and a lot of that came at the expense of the care teams because it was so challenging to deliver care in that environment. And as a result, they started over-indexing a little too much on, okay, let's implement tools that allow our workforce to be able to manage a lot more effectively, right? Or tools that 
at least over the course of t- 21 and 22, uh, almost make it harder for, for our patients to be able to access our care teams, as we've seen with some health systems. And it's all about striking the right balance. And we have continued to just keep the same message over that period of you, you can solve for patient experience and solve for provider experience through a system like Memora, which is is intentionally designed to fix for both of those. Mm-hmm. So you was most recently raised $40 million last year. So what's next for the company and how have you been using these funds? How do you plan on using those funds? Sure. So in in our history now, Memora has raised a little over $50 million. Um, in you know mid-2021, we announced $40 million fundraise and uh, the team's been growing pretty steadily. So even since announcing that fundraise, Memora as a company has grown almost 5x. Uh, we very much kind of feel as if we're at this point where we understand what our core market is. We understand what core problems we solve, and we understand how to implement our product to solve those problems. Uh, and it's all just a question of repeatability for us right now, right? It's every health system is a little bit different, right? And and health systems are are not necessarily that that they're really large organizations. So it's not necessarily easy to change how they manage their patients and how they deliver care. And we've done that, you know, one time, five times, 10 times now, and have done it in lots of bespoke ways and now see patterns on what works in working with a lot of health systems. So us building out functional teams that can follow entire playbooks of how we partner with health systems and how we implement with them is, is a really big focus. So um, a lot of repeatability is one. Second, now that we've started to, to you know, build our footprint in a lot of different health systems across the country, the thing that we spend a lot of time thinking about is how do you shift the focus from, hey, we're going to use Memora in one clinical area or we're going to do this pilot with Memora in one area to, in order to see a lot of ROI, you have to be willing to implement something enterprise-wide, right? And you have to be willing to do this across a lot of clinical areas. And we have a lot of really compelling data that shows why Memora has de-risked and why it would make sense to implement Memora at scale. Uh, so the second big focus area for us right now is how we think about scaling inside of the existing partners that we have. And, and we've done it with a ton of great sites. It's now places like, you know, Penn Medicine and, and the Mayo Clinic and, and um, Boston Medical Center and several others that you can find on our website. And then the third really big focus area for us is developing a much stronger just muscle around kind of research and outcomes, right? One thing that I think we've taken pride in is that Memora was founded using clinical studies and we've always tried to index highly on on validation of the product, right? Every early stage company goes through that that challenge of you want to get things out quickly and you want to have a chance to grow quickly. But at the same time, specifically in healthcare, having validation is important. So making sure that we're continuing to build that muscle is, is a really, really big focus area as well this year. Right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on HIMSCast today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for, for having me on and thanks for a great discussion. And uh, thank you to our listeners for tuning in as well. Um, we'd love to have you rate and review wherever you're listening. And if you like what you hear, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Thank you for listening to this podcast brought to you by Elastic. From providing better electronic medical record search to streamlining analysis of medical research to detecting threats to enterprise networks, Elastic empowers healthcare organizations to get more from their data.